This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Leanne. It's been another week, and here I am with a brand new episode just for you. Last week, I started this two-episode series on sleepless nights or why can't we sleep at night or why does grief feel so much worse at night? And for some people, not only in the beginning, right after that loss, but even years after the event. But before I dig into today's episode, I, I, want, to, I want to talk to you about something. Actually, my coach uh, put me up to it. In a bit different context, but I also wanted to share it here. He asked me to, to remember 15 things that uh, happened to me after the loss. And thinking about these 15 things, I realized that one of these flashbacks I had today. And today I took my son, my, my middle son, that um, David's brother, to his first football training. If you are listening from North America, that's soccer. So football in Europe, soccer in, in, in the States or Canada. But yes, I took him uh, to the football training. And as I was sitting there watching him play and having so much fun, I actually felt quite um, um, sentimental because my, lo- my, my, my late son, David, he loved football too. And he was playing and uh, he was so passionate about it. And he was always saying that he is going to become the best footballer in the whole world. And one of the things that uh, I, I, I was thinking after I lost him, that now since he's gone, I'll never know if um, he would have become the best footballer in the world or not. And I was looking at my, my, my current son playing and um, yeah, I kept remembering and I had these better, bittersweet memories of my doubts. And, and we all have these, these moments, um, these flashbacks, and they never stop coming. And that's okay. Um, I used to be afraid of them. I used to, um, I used to break down when, when, when I was facing them, but now I'm actually enjoying them. I am enjoy, enjoying those moments when the memories come back and when I can remember for my, 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 my late son for who he was. So that's, um, I, that is what I wanted to share with you, but uh, let's, let's, let's begin into this week's episode and back to why some of us can't sleep even years after the loss. And in general, there are people who are better sleepers, and then there are those who have more fragile sleep. And the ones with the fragile sleep will more often have difficulty sleeping after the loss in long term. For example, I'm in general better sleeper than my husband, and I actually got my sleep um, back a bit, bit earlier than him. And even kids differ. I can see it with my sons. My late son David was a more fragile sleeper than his brother, for example. And yes, we are different by nature, but we all need sleep. And we all can teach us to become better sleepers. So, as I said in the previous episode, there are two main culprits that impact our sleep. And the first is 
the think feel act cycle or the cognitive behavioral model as it called as it's called scientifically and the other one is avoidance of emotions and last week i talked about the think feel act cycle and how that impacts our sleep and if you haven't listened to that episode please go back and listen to it first and then come back to this one so that you understand how the how the cognitive behavioral model works and what it does to your sleep and and in and your life not only sleep and today i'll talk about the second culprit avoidance of emotions most of us modern humans living in the western world we don't know what to do with our emotions that is true in normal life in everyday situations but then <laughs> losing a child that brings up so many difficult negative and terrible emotions we just don't know what to do with them after the child loss these emotions they are so intense that in moments it seems that they are going to kill us our hearts will literally break our lungs explode and sometimes i remember it literally felt like i've suffocated and what happens is that since we are not used to deal with our emotions we find ways to quiet them avoid them and and as as a rule it's easier to do during the daytime because we we can hide our emotions by creating a noise around us busyness we numb our emotions with food alcohol overworking whatever is your poison and then the bedtime comes and we go to bed and we lose all the distractions for the most part and then what happens is that it seems that the emotions come crushing in and suddenly there is nowhere to hide from all the intensity of them but in fact they always been there we just um we just avoided them we just resisted them we we did everything to not hear them and then on top of all that is it is also very common to be afraid of all the emotions just when you start feeling you become afraid and you generate fear on top of already the original emotion but emotions are there and there is no way to hide from them and they are not more intense at night the only difference is that here we are one on one with them no distractions no numbing opportunities plus feeling scared and no wonder we can't sleep it would be a miracle if we could so what do we do And the answer is pretty simple it's not a rocket science and i wish someone would have told me um, this when i was lying in bed wide awake and scared that these emotions will kill me and the answer is we need to become friends with our emotions and if friends seems a bit of a stretch for you fine let's say you need to become acquaintance the fact is that we have been given these emotions for a reason they are there for us to keep us safe to keep us from danger to show us what we like what we discussed emotions are not there to kill us or hurt us so getting to know your emotions will not make your life and grief worse i want to actually repeat this getting to know your emotions will not make your life and grief worse because here is what happens if you ignore numb your emotions Imagine if uh, imagine if um, emotion would be a person that has a message for you and this person tries to reach you to give you the message and you you keep on walking away once you hear that, that there is a message for you and uh once the person has caught up with you you start even running you go hide in alleys 
And then the person is trying to reach you and he shouts, hey, I have a message for you. And then you find this loud club and you go in. And now the environment around you is so loud, you can't hear the messenger again. But it doesn't mean he's gone. No, this messenger is very good at his job. He's not going to leave you before he has given you the message. He keeps on chasing you and shouting louder. So this is what happens when you go to bed and suddenly it seems like you're drowning in all the negative emotions. But it only happens because you've been running away and hiding from the whole day. And there is no point to run away and hide and numb from our emotions. Because first of all, they're going to find us anyway. And secondly, they're not going to do us anything bad. What our emotions do in our bodies is when certain emotion is present, brain releases chemicals into your body and sensations occur. Be it increased heart rate, tears, stomach cramps, tight throat, sweaty palms, flushed cheeks. And yes, I know. I know what you will be saying, that these sensations can be quite strong when we experience intense emotions. But nevertheless, all the emotion does is create sensation in our bodies. And when I work with my clients one-on-one, we go deeper into this work. We learn how to feel emotions, how to distinguish them. We work on expanding our emotional vocabulary. We scan our bodies, not what's happening. Because only processing the emotions or understanding them or getting to know them will ensure that they won't be showing up at night when it's quiet and when you have nowhere to hide. And one more thing I want to mention, especially in the beginning when you have plenty of intense emotions present all the time, what helped me and my clients is to schedule time in the day where you can feel your emotions. Let the sensations be cry, scream, without no one disturbing you. Because, of course, you don't always have the opportunity or luxury to lean in your body. Lives can be hectic. So scheduling time helps. Because you know that even if you are choosing to avoid your emotions right now, you have the time scheduled and you let them in at a later point during the day. And then when you start becoming familiar or even friendly with your emotions, they won't come crashing at you at night. And even if emotion comes at night, you'll know what to do. You won't be afraid. You won't try to run away. You'll feel it and you will be able to go back to sleep. Because believe it or not, neurologists have found that the physiological lifespan of an emotion in the body and brain is only 90 seconds. And what they mean here is the actual sensations, the adrenaline. Heat in the face, tightness in the throat, rapid heartbeat, and their eyes peak and then go away on their own. So why does it feel like sometimes they last for hours, if not days? Because we keep on perpetuating them with our thoughts and we keep the cycle going. Remember, the thing feel act cycle. And if you don't, we can always go back to the episode number five and re-listen where I talk about the Think Feel Act cycle or go to my website and download the free PDF and video where I talk about four steps that helped me to build my new life after jealous. And step two is understanding and working the Think Feel Act cycle. That's all for today. I'm always looking to hear from you. Please let me know if you tried allowing your emotions what worked, what didn't, and how else can I help you? Have a peaceful sleep. Bye. 
If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok at Life After A Childless, or you can visit my website, coachlienne.com. That's coach L I E N E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.